Who wants, Daddy, who wants a pot of coffee? I just made coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now it's time for the man with the caffeine, the new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and uh, let's get this started. Hey guys, welcome to Java Chat. We got a we got a good one for you today. I feel like this is like family feud. We got a good one for you today. Um, we have a, a leadership uh, specialist with us today, a leadership coach and, and consultant, a gentleman by the name of Tony Jalen. He's going to be joining us here today to talk about leadership through this pandemic. And uh, you guys will forgive me for one second. Hey Google. Hey Google. Play. Got to have something in the background. Um, <laughs> There we go. Hey, Google, one more time. Volume down. That's better. All right, cool. So, welcome, Tony. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for coming to Java Chat. Do you, you do have your coffee, right? You know, I did have a coffee this morning, but I can have another one made, though. Okay, well, because I'm already on bang, so you, you're, you're already behind a cup and a half. And that's... Right. <laughs> I had two cups of coffee this morning to start us out with one of the bulletproof coffees. Bulletproof is what I start with, and then it just kind of goes into the rest of the pot, whatever is left. <laughs> right. And then pot number two is in the afternoon. What was it they said you can have up to 25 cups without having any health issues? And all that did was encourage me. Need <laughs> <laughs> some encouragement. <laughs> Tony, where are, you, where are you out of, buddy? Well, right now I'm out of um, Wisconsin, near Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Nice. I'm actually originally from North Dakota. Grand Forks, North Dakota. Where? Yeah. So I, always, <laughs> <laughs> I tell people I moved from the frozen tundra to a tropical paradise. Yeah, pretty much. Considering um, North Dakota is in the middle of, where is this? <laughs> right it's that place above south dakota and which is the other where is this right <laughs> two states you just never really hear much about and they're and they're beautiful places it's not that they're right. bad it's just winter time there's like white and yes. that's about it <laughs> yeah. and it gets so cold there they don't even use um ice melt on the roads you don't need it just just get just get chains that's all you got no pretty much isn't that one of those places where they run the, the reality show Ice Truckers, or is that further north? That's a great question. <laughs> I, I, mean, it's, I mean, if you were to do it, it could be there. I, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, hmm, I could venture that there's some areas out there that those trucks might be in danger if they didn't know any better, you know? Correct. What Correct. a show. So, okay, and, and what do you do, bro? Well, right now, I'm in leadership development and coaching. I specialize in the payments technology world, actually. Okay. Um, and with a company called Heartland. Mm-hmm. And Familiar. yeah, so we're a nationwide company. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what we really do. And the really thing that gets me jacked right now, I just, you know, I get a chance to work with business owners, get to work with professionals as we go out there to help out businesses, especially during this time right now, which is very interesting. I would venture to say interesting is kind of an understatement. But yeah, that that's... That's cool. So you, do you work mostly with small business, midsize, enterprise? What do you do? Completely I mean, I know the floor right. is open, but what, what have you right. found your, your sweet spot's been? You know, I mean, I guess you could say it's probably the small business anywhere from working from, you know, 
half million to three, four million dollars a year. It's where there you go. We there really you go. Do a job with, but we we serve all different aspects. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know Heartland's got a few very large customers. Um, I have a couple of friends that work for them out here oh, awesome. uh, in the West, and um, yeah, it's they're a good company. They've they've been around quite a long time. They they do a lot of good business. Um, very very competitive industry that you're in, obviously. Oh yeah. Because um, people will people will change merchants. Uh, services like they change underwear. I've I've seen it. I I actually did it for a little while. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to do this. Right. Um, but when it comes to the leadership aspect of things, where where do you where do you come from? Where's where's your where's your home roots? How'd you how'd you get into that? That's a great question. You know, I think the first book I ever read um, was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. The number one sales manual ever. Hundred percent. I don't even. Think, I mean, you add the sales manual, but also just regular people skills, right? If you think about what sales is, it is people skills. It's right. the it's the ability to listen and then draw them in the way they need to be drawn in. So the start there actually was so invigorated by reading the book when I was first. I think I was eighteen years old when I first read it, and they talked about this course called Dale Carnegie Course. I'm like, what the heck is that about? And I you know, start asking. And next thing you know, I took the course, actually taught the course for a little nice. while. Nice. And it's just amazing. It's not so much just teaching as what I, uh, I gain knowledge from. Uh -huh. so I'm hearing people's stories of how they apply those principles. And then from there, I've had the opportunity to be mentored by an, a lot of incredible leaders. And one of the ones that I get a lot of my inspiration from is John Maxwell. Okay. Everybody knows John. If you don't know who John C. Maxwell is, you're hiding under a rock and you need to go find him. Right. I ought to get him on this podcast once. I bet he'd be a blast. Yeah, I've got a, I got a couple of friends that could probably make an introduction. So that, that, yeah, he's not to mention listening to him when his, when he does his, um, both his leadership and his spiritual talks. They're, they're awesome. Well, I think with anything, you know, principles stand the test of time, and that's one thing he's really studied is you know, the principles. Yeah, very well. Um, I have a couple of his books. In fact, um, the one that I'm reading right now, <laughs> I don't have in front of me. I moved it. I don't know where I put it. Um, it's uh, Laws of Growth. Because we already did the 15 leadership and we already, now, now I'm in the Laws of Growth. The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Yes. Thank you. That's the title. And yes, it's, it's a great book. I'm enjoying it. It's, he just, he comes out with good stuff. So I'm with you right keep going so that's where i get a lot of the inspiration but a lot of it's just been you know the school of life you know just going through different struggles going through different situations and i've learned how to grow from them and you know you said something earlier which i truly believe in and it relates to this time we're in mm. is about curiosity and i mm. believe that and that it's a saying that i say is that curiosity and resistance cannot coexist that's true very so if you're finding yourself coming against some brick walls, so to speak, not just during this time, but other times, just ask yourself, am I being curious about this? Am I looking beyond the problem? I think a lot of people have a tendency to, um, instead of, like you said, be curious, why is this, why is this happening? What happened up to this point? Right. Um, when they're analyzing anything, whether it's life situation or work situation, they... They fail to take that moment to be curious and see what kinds of solutions may present themselves. Humans are very resourceful people, but if they are also very, 
they're also very passionate mm -hmm. to the point that they will focus on what's going on. How do I say this? They focus on the negative before they get to the positive. And if they become curious, the negative becomes um, not as relevant. Right. It, becomes, it becomes an effect. It is an effect. It will happen. But the curiosity will switch or shift the focus over to, well, what is it really? Right. Why is this really happening? Do I really have control over this? Is it worth me stressing out over? If people start asking questions like that, their, their own internal leadership shifts. Right. It's no longer, oh my God, we're going to die. It's now, okay, um, well, we got a situation. So how do we deal with it? It's kind of hard for people that are, are, like, especially like right now, what we're dealing with. It's hard. We're in a pandemic situation. Emotions are high because everybody's in the, under the threat of losing a loved one. And that's more, that's to someone that you can't fight right. physically. Right. Humans will stand together against a common enemy if that enemy is absolutely different from who we are. Who's there to fight? Right. And because none of us are health, uh, health professionals, and there's a limited number of them, we're helpless. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of chance for despair. There's a lot of chance for worry. There's a lot of chance for anxiety. Um, I already, I have a few friends that work in the mental health industry that are already saying signs of, of suicide are starting to show up. Right. This is, well, how do we fix that? What do we do? Where do we get them? Um, and that's one of the reasons that I'm doing this because mm -hmm. for awesome. folks like yourself and myself that are in leadership, that train leadership, um, that can, at least pass on an encouraging word and say, Hey, we get it. It ain't that great. Right. You know, but it's also not that bad. Well, and that's the truth, right? I mean, you said something about regarding the mental health of things. Mm. And I truly believe what we focus on is what we go ahead and give life to. Right. You know, Agreed. Agreed. if I, if I focus on my health, mm -hmm. I give, I give life to my health. Agreed. Right. Yep. I get better with my health. Mm -hmm. I want to focus on my, my marriage. My marriage will then improve. Yep. Right. But also yep. what you, you focus on expands, mm -hmm. focus on that negative and you feed that negative. It mm -hmm. gets, it gets life of its own. Yep. And I can be honest. It was two weeks ago. I got caught up in it. And it was interesting. I didn't realize that I got caught up in it. Right. Mm -hmm. But what happened was, is that, I had dropped the ball on one of my work assignments. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this does not make sense. I'm very intentional with what I do. Sure. And I'm working at like midnight to complete an assignment, which is completely out of the norm for me. Yeah. The next day, I'm like, got curious, right? Like, why did that just happen? Because mm -hmm. that's not my normal mode of operation. Well, there's right. on our phone, we have a special thing called the screen time, at least on the iPhone. Yeah. So I started looking at my phone. I'm like, why? Well, I looked at my screen time went through the rough. And for me, going back to the situation, what you said moments ago, it's, it's bad, but it's not bad. Right. Like one of the things I'll say, and it's interesting to say it now, is anyone dying, anyone going to go to jail? Like, mm -hmm. am, I, am I going to jail right now? Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's <clears throat> better to measure it. And I was getting upset about, I felt people were overreacting. Yeah. You know, 
But then I realized if I'm focusing, I looked at my phone and my screen time, I was on the web so much, I was on social media and just reading it. And you, of course, you hear different stories, you know? And I'm like, well, I was feeding, I was feeding the beast. That's the reason why I got all to non-productive. Mm -hmm. Like we literally put a moratorium on our home for a couple of days to not watch any social media. Like I have a friend of mine who works in the, in the news business. Mm -hmm. And he said, Tony, if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's See, the absolute truth. You know, we, we're getting a lot of good information mm -hmm. from different news sources, but I'm thinking, I always ask myself, look at the source, right? Right. Well, look at the source. And now with the internet, and it's like the bathroom wall of society today, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the truth. You know, hey, you know, some people write things on the bathroom wall, like, oh, well, that's for a good time. Go to https forward slash horse. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> and so I think well, you know, in this world, like where I'm in, we're in a sales world. Mm. And I think one of the questions was for people. Well, I don't want to call on anybody. Um, I don't want to seem like an opportunist, which is a real thing, right? Sure, it can be. You know, and that's how I mean. That's how it can it look like. Some people are taking advantage of these different times, and I and I get it. That and and it, it's unfortunate that it's it, it's easily as um, easy, easily done right now <clears throat> as it is that that in and of itself has become rampant. Right. Um, but. Um, in the midst of all that, I know where you're headed with this, so please continue. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when you're when you're going through this process, you know, I, I, I liken this right now to when you get an injury. Yeah. What happens when you get injured first? You besides go the, besides the mental shock, yeah. <laughs> yeah shock. Like, when I was a senior, senior in high school, I played football, I trained, I did all the things, I had aspirations to go play college. And then I got cut block, my knee was dislocated, ligaments Ooh. were blown up, Ooh. and I was in a state of shock. Sure. And then I went through the sta stage of, like, poor me, mm -hmm. and then I went through a stage of, I'm ticked off right now. Yep. And that all happened within a few moments on the football field. <laughs> sure. It happens quickly. Yep. You know? It does. It does. And then you go through that recovery process. Mm -hmm. You go through your physical therapist. You start getting stronger and stronger. And what I realized is I was stronger afterwards than I was before. Mm -hmm. That's the same applies to now. Yep. Right? We're going to be stronger afterwards than we were be before. It was interesting that uh, somebody threw out um, an old clip of George Carlin. I don't know if you know who that is. I know George Carlin. Yep. Yep. Okay, he actually talked about how we as humans are supposed to be when it comes to being resilient against viruses. Um, and it was, it, was, it was meant to be humorous, but at the same time, he was dead straight. He's like, humans can overcome anything biologically. Right. However, they need practice. It's a muscle. And, and if it biologically. Right. However, they need practice. It's a muscle. And, and if it, yeah, so, so vaccines are supposed to be something to practice on. Unfortunately, what they were making in the old days was poisonous, not just something to practice on. It was actually not, not it, was, it was as hurtful as it was helpful. Hopefully now they've gotten it a little better, but still 
we now have this corona 19 which is an absolute out of left field never meant to have been introduced to humankind um, and now we have something really rough to practice on and they're finding out stuff really quickly like they found out you shouldn't be taking ibuprofen while this is going on the people that have passed away or have it's a common strand they were taking ibuprofen um, and apparently somehow this virus thrives on it whatever that is uh, someone explained it yesterday and i can't remember what the explanation was but it made sense. Um, you're better off with acetaminophen or naproxen just so that you don't give it food, if you will. Right. Um, but we're meant to be that resilient. We can overcome anything. Part of it does have to do with our mentality, like you've talked about, you know, being able to see it for what it is. Right. Experience and acknowledge the, the emotions that you will get. Mm-hmm. You know, shock, fear, anger, get, get in, get through. And on the other side, come out and start getting curious. How do I fix this? How, is there a solution? And if there isn't, who else may have gone through this that does have a solution? Perspective. I was at a taco truck picking mm-hmm. up some food. Mm-hmm. And one of the owners, she doesn't spend much time on social media at all. Mm-hmm. Right? She's not inundated with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's interesting we talk about that because you and I met through social media, right? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It can be a tool, right? Yep, yep. And she asked me because I sometimes are into the belief that you got to be educated, but I think sometimes when it's such a big deal, someone's going to let you know about it. Somewhere down the line. Right. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, you know, I don't know what to think. It's just things happen. And I'm like, yeah. And uh, she asked me, well, Tony, what do you think about this? I'm like, you know, I'm only going to focus on what I can control. Yep. Right? Yeah. And yeah. today I'm controlling, I'm making sure I get four steak tacos. There you go. <laughs> right? That's what matters right there, buddy. <laughs> then, she gave me, then she gave me something. She goes, yeah, some people aren't doing so good. I go, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, I had a, one of my customers that came here. And I asked her how she was doing because she seemed a little bit distressed. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, you know, what's going on? Like, what do you think about this corona? And her customer said, I'm not really thinking a lot about it. Well, it seems like you're not your normal self. She, you know, she asked the customer, because like, well, I've got, I just been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh, that's a, that's a slightly different shift of concern. Yeah. Right. So that goes back to your point is we've all experienced some type of crisis. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the ways to deal with this and work through it is ask yourself, okay, when's the time in my life where I felt like this before? Yeah. Where's the time in life where I felt like the, you know, the, the sky was falling in yet I overcame and succeeded. And I think we can take our history <laughs> in that regard and actually use it to become better moving forward. Because the, the truth is, we've all experienced some type of crisis. Yep. Okay. And sometimes if you go back and look at it and go, wait a second, I got through that. So I'm kind of a badass. <laughs> right? <clears throat> I can do this too. It's interesting. Hey, guys, we're going to take a short real break and I'm going to continue this conversation. We'll be back in just after this uh quick couple messages now we're back uh, <clears throat> and we were just talking with tony tony jalen here about um how to perceive 
a situation. He was just relating about a, a friend of his, one of their customers just recently got diagnosed with terminal cancer. And it's interesting, um, we have a, a story just like that. <clears throat> um, that is from one of our church members. And the response there was completely different. And it was interesting, and this will this will give the this will give the, the spectrum of per, of perspectives um, from one side where somebody's looking at it from going after terminal cancer, and their life is really affected, rightfully so. My father passed away of cancer too. Um, when he learned what he had, you you saw a man who was defeated, and and it was because really he had no idea how he's going to deal with it. Um, <clears throat> and at the time, there weren't very many. There weren't very many options. There wasn't a lot to do uh, except to try to live a healthier life. And, and he had been burning candles at the both ends for years. So it wasn't a huge surprise that this, this happened. It was just really shocking to everybody. Another, another member out of our church, though, um, was found to have cancer, and they were in the hospital. And the minister went to go visit them. And, and as he was approaching, because he went to the nurse's desk, what room are they in, blah, 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 heads down the hall. <clears throat> he hears laughter coming from the direction of where he believes this room is. And as he got closer, he realized it was their room. And he's going, they're laughing. I don't understand. What's going on here? And he walks in, and it's the family's there. Um, I think it was the brother, uh, sister-in-law, uh, mom and dad, and this, this member. Um, and they were laughing. And he walked in and he goes, well, it's really interesting to find everybody in such great spirits. I'm, I'm actually really relieved. Um, what are we all laughing about? And the one who was affected said, well, <clears throat> we were just talking about, because this person that has had health issues for a good while. We were just talking about how much we've already been through and how the Lord's pulled us through all of this and kind of laughing, wondering how he's going to pull us through this one. Mm -hmm. And I... The perspective of, yeah, it's another challenge that I'm being put through. It's another test that I'm being put through. I may survive, I may not. Right. But he's got me. Right. So it really doesn't matter what happens. So that goes back to when you have the confidence in personal leadership and understand, which is stuff that you know John even talks about. Mm -hmm. It can be that dire. Mm -hmm. And yet you can still have a view of, of something positive in an outcome right you know you may not make it through something like that but to have that perspective and share that kind of inspiration somebody else who doesn't have as dire a circumstance mm -hmm. will get that wonderful question what's my excuse right well our our perspective drives our actions right you know there's a saying where there was a, a father and a son walking down the street and the son was complaining about not having any shoes mm -hmm. and then he came across another father and son and the son didn't have any feet yeah 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 and then i get it, it's easy to get caught up in these situations right <clears throat> but sometimes i think it really comes down to what's our mode of operation like what's our system of thinking yep. like how do we go ahead and process problems and and typically when you go through circumstances your process shows up yep you know? i think it, i think a lot of times in the old days too um, actually even even through to today so many mod's are driven by life experience that those that don't know 
um, have not been able to pass on an effective MOD. Mm-hmm. They've only been able to pass on what they've lived through, which could be just pure emotion right. rather than curiosity. And when things are emotionally driven, it's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to get despair, anxiety, because it's human nature to focus on the drama mm-hmm. rather than become curious and looking for the quote unquote silver lining in, in the midst of the gray cloud. Um, I, I, it's one of the reasons why I like guys like John Maxwell, cause they, they put that out there playing on the, on the plate. It's like, look, what you learned was what you experienced. Right. I'm it's challenging you to change your experience, right. change your MOD and get your, get your, get your perspective into a different place mm-hmm. so that you don't pass on that same anxietous MOD onto your kids. You know, you made an interesting point there <clears throat> because I think so much of our, at least for me personally, mm-hmm. I find out when I'm getting stressed out mm-hmm. is because it's all about me. Interesting right? how that works, huh? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I got to do this. So I got to do this. Well, another word for stress is fear. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if, yep. if you say I'm stressed, okay, instead of saying the word stress, say fear. Okay, what am I fearful of? And just own the situation. Mm-hmm. The situation, like what's the worst case scenario on this? And what's the, like, the um, best case? I can't remember the show we're watching. It's on Netflix. It talks, of, there's a guy whose wife passes away from cancer. Um, I forget the name of it right now. But he basically talks about how he thinks he thinks of the worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay, that's the worst case. All right. Now I can move forward. Yeah. Now, yeah. And once you get that awareness of where you're at, because your actions will drive your emotions. Agreed. You said something that triggered a thought, and I, I lost it. Um, and it has to do with that very thing. Huh. Well, it's like someone, a- someone says to me, like someone says to me. Well, you know, well, I don't feel like going to the gym. Well, you don't feel your way into action. You do the action and then you get the feel. Yeah, it's first action, then feelings. I remember now, it's, it's thinking grow rich, Napoleon okay. Hill. I think that's one of, <coughs> one of my favorite books. The Six Fears mm-hmm. is usually what drives most everybody. Yep. Um, I have a neighbor who, is, uh, who has cancer. <clears throat> and although it's in remission in remission she still deals with the pain on a daily basis mm-hmm. um i've come out sometimes late at night you know when we're sitting up working and she'll be out on her balcony mm-hmm. and i already know i just can't sleep yep pain's killing me i'm like i feel you Is there anything i can do for you nope just waiting for it to subside i'm like all right what the most you can do for her but she's strong as nails. She's a Montana girl, and this, the, she deals with the pain in a very interesting way. But every day she's up, she's smiling, she's still talking, she still says hello. She's she's not a hermit. I mean, right now she's you know doing practicing physical distancing and stuff, but she's still as rambunctious and energetic as she could ever be, because she's choosing to, and she understands where she's at. Right. She knows that she knows her circumstance. She knows what she's got. You know, she's, she, she's one that's like <clears throat> the old term, living on borrowed time. She doesn't know when that, that loan's going to be called. Right. And if it comes, she's, she's pretty resigned and ready for it. But in the meantime, she ain't stopping. She works every day. She's a, she works with a bank. 
Um, she's good at what she does. She knows how to build relationships with people. She knows how to keep things moving internally and externally. She's yeah. very organized. These are the kinds of people that I admire because it's like, you have a circumstance that most people would just fold. Right. And, and she's not, and mind you, I don't, I don't, I don't think she's ever seen anything from John Maxwell, but she's certainly living a lot of the principles that right. he talks about. Right. So it's, for me, for me, when I get to see and meet people like that, it's a solid reminder that we've got a lot to get done. A lot. You know, we all, we all have a, a, our purpose is not just business. I mean, our purpose is life. Right. And I think a lot of people forget that and they, they worry so much, like you said, because we get so self-centered on things and it's natural. I mean, we, we're right. trying to, we're trying to affect something. But when it becomes too much focus on ourselves, we, we end up thinking about, you know, well, what have I done or what have I gotten? And the ego starts kicking in, the narcissism starts kicking in and you start, you start worrying about the wrong things mm-hmm. instead of putting okay. forth effort to, to generate the right things and the right emotions. Right. Um, you, you, you know who Gary Vee is, right? Gary Vee. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So interesting little fella. He's just a little younger than I am about six years. Um, I watched him from his wine library days. Mm-hmm. Um, I caught him on the very cusp of him going big uh, long before he ever wrote his first book, Crush It. Um, I watch him today and still enjoy listening to what he talks about. And he says the same things that I would tell any youth. He says the same things. Uh, he talks about leadership. He talks about personal leadership. He talks about you know, living, living the life that you should live, experiencing right. the things that you should experience. He's not saying anything that wasn't said back in the 1800s, in the 1700s, in the 1600s, 15, 14. They would always tell their youth, you're young. You have no obligations. Go out and see the world. Go explore. Go, tr- go see things. Right. He says that now. Go explore. If you don't like it, move to something else. You're only in your 20s. You got plenty of time. You're only in your 30s. You're only in your 40s. And not, not too long ago, he put something out for those of us that are in our 40s and 50s. And he's like, you seem to think you're out of time. He's like, dude. You've barely made the half mark right. of your life. Stay healthy. Keep your shit moving. You've right. got easily 20 more years. It only takes five to build a successful business that will stay. Right. So when you look at things from that perspective, a lot of what John teaches, a lot of what you're sharing, obviously, and still enjoy listening to what he talks about. And he says the same things that I would tell any youth. He says the same things. Uh, he talks about leadership. He talks about personal leadership. He talks about, you know, living, living the life that you should live, experiencing right. the things that you should experience. He's not saying anything that wasn't said back in the 1800s, in the 1700s, in the 1600s, 15, 14. They would always tell their youth, you're young. You have no obligations. Go out and see the world. Go explore. Go, tr- go see things. Right. He says that now. Go explore. If you don't like it, move to something else. You're only in your 20s. You got plenty of time. You're only in your 30s. You're only in your 40s. And not, not too long ago, he put something out for those of us that are in our 40s and 50s. And he's like, you seem to think you're out of time. He's like, dude, you've barely made the half mark right. of your life. Stay healthy. Keep your shit moving. You've right. got easily 20 more years. It only takes five to build a successful business that will stay. Right. So when you look at things from that perspective, a lot of what John teaches, a lot of what you're sharing, obviously, um, begins to take hold and make sense. 
and becomes a little easier to, to, to grasp because most people think it's reaching for a brass ring when you think that way. I don't think that's true at all. Um, and most of the friends, most of my friends that are leadership coaches are the same way. They don't, they don't think it's a brass ring. They think it's absolutely doable. It's just a plate to put on the table and eat from. Does that make sense? Oh, it 100% makes sense. I mean, circumstances will reveal who you are. Yes. And that's okay. Yep. Right? Sometimes we go, you know, I don't like how I get when I get my, you know, back against the wall. Mm -hmm. Okay. Own it. Yep. How can you grow from it? Like, all growth happens in the valley, not on the mountaintop. That's right. That's right. And I think once you first, like, uh, if you're leading through this, you first got to just define where you're at. Like, mm -hmm. this is the situation at hand. Mm -hmm. And if you're leading a team, like, for example, I lead a sales team. Yeah. And I went through that moment, like, holy smokes. Like, our sales team is <clears throat> performance-based compensation. Mm -hmm. And now you're telling me that they're, quote, unquote, businesses are closing they're not able to go out mm -hmm. what do you do in that situation so of course that question is at that moment going that shock time right mm -hmm. what do i do right now and there's one thing i've learned from a lot of successful leaders that i've been around is first you got to learn how to lead yourself before you lead mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. you got to own how you're feeling like yep. how you feel, own it write it out like i say there's one way to work through this is you just got to journal. You got to get it out of here and put it on paper. Yep. There's already enough in there. You don't need to add more stuff in it. I got three of them sitting around here somewhere. And then I, when the next thing I do, <clears throat> I go, okay, now what's the cause of it? Okay, well, here's the cause of it. It's this, this, this. Do I control over that or not? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so then... What's going to be the cost of not acting right now? Like this too shall pass. Right, right, exactly. This too shall. I, I truly believe right now, four months from now, we're going to look at back at today at things we didn't do. And that's how we're going to measure ourselves. Yeah. We got guys doing that right now, actually, to, to honestly, uh, some, of the, some of my friends who are also colleagues and entrepreneurs, and they're all like, Everybody's staying at home and doing the reflection thing. I'm busting my ass right now because everybody else ain't working. I said, yeah, so are we. And, that, and that's, I think, speaking to your point, if the rest of the world would continue doing something rather than, oh, let's just stay home and hang out, um, this is the best time to grow you. This is the best time to grow your business. This is the, or at least get it set up. to, to my, my, my business partner over there, he's, he's out there building a database for us to get after. I'm looking at hiring new salespeople right now, right now. We're performance-based too, but that's the whole thing. I have so many people, like, like I changed a couple of things on my recruit, recruitment. People are reaching out. Mm -hmm. And like, we're going to be judged now, like four months from now, based on what we did now. Yep. Right? Agreed. And I, I like in four months from now, like for people who are in business, four months from now, when these, all these things start getting lifted and, and whatnot, it's going to be like Black Friday. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Black Friday, like just because your skull, your sky might be falling, doesn't mean other people's skies are falling. There's some well, businesses right now are flourishing right now. That that's and that's the reason that we're doing what we're doing is there are. And I used to have a personal finance blog, and that was one of the things I I wrote. I remember that article fairly well. Um, it's be where the river is flowing, 
-hmm. You know, if money in the marketplace doesn't stop just because the market tanks, right? That just means certain industries are no longer trading as normal. So yeah, you're going to see a loss in certain things. That doesn't mean that there's not money moving below that. The S and P 500 is 500 different stocks. There's a shit ton more than that in the S and P. There's a hell ton, there's a hell ton more than what the Dow Jones and everybody else focuses on, and it's a collective of all of that. So the smaller guys start making money. The penny stocks start getting manipulated, unfortunately, some badly. But in any case, you have you have movement. There will always be cash flow. The question is, where is it? And most people don't have the insight and enough curiosity to go look for it. When the river changes direction, it's not hard to see it. You just have to know where to look. And I what you, yeah, go ahead. I think, that I think part of the reason why some people get caught up in inaction mm -hmm. is, and John says this is like they fear, they feed the fear monster. Versus Way too much. Way too yeah. much. So I had a person that I get a chance to partner with, <clears throat> you know, he definitely went through initial shock. Oh, I bet. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. Cause he's seeing his friends' businesses close. He's thinking about his own business. And him and I are also friends on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I just saw his posts. He's just, he's, he was feeding the fear monster, yep. feeding it, feeding it, feeding it. And so I decided to call him up. Actually, I sent him a text message and I said, hey, I, I got a challenge for you. He's like, what's that? For your next four to five posts, actually, are you willing to accept this challenge? Yeah, of course. Got to go. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay. For your next four to five posts, I want you to promote some of your friends whose businesses are currently open right now. Yep. <clears throat> He's like, huh? I, yeah, I just want you to do that. I want you to go and provide some value and promote their business. Share, share their posts. Just do it. Yep. Later they, need, that, they need the help. They need the help. You might as well give them a, give them a push. And later that night, he sent me a message saying, thank you for redirecting my focus. And he's getting so much more joy out of helping others now, not making it about him. Right. And because now it's outward now, right? Yep. And when these things come up for as a leader, you know, it's easy to get distracted. And you have to battle distractions. All day, all day. Yep. You know, I, I say, if you're going to have a conversation with yourself, why not just make it a good one? <laughs> yeah. We used, to, we used to call them walks down by the river. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an old Southern saying. If you're having a problem, you need to go have a walk with yourself down by the river. And it's, and it's, it's basically you telling yourself, okay, we're not playing right here. We need to figure out what we're doing correctly and focus on that. Don't worry about what we did wrong. It's, it, it, that's done and over with. We're not going to do it again. So let's focus on what we've done right up until now. Where do we go from there? And as a leader, you know, I think people sometimes go ahead and misconstrue leaders mm -hmm. with the title in business. However, though, you're you're leader in your home. Yep. Right? Like one thing we're at our dinner table and we're talking about gratitudes as a family. Mm -hmm. And my son said to me, Hey dad, I just want to say I love that you're still going out there and helping people while we're mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. So it matters. So not not just the actions of we're doing ourselves, but think about the act, the, the impact the actions mm -hmm. are having. Yeah, that's personal leadership, family leadership, public leadership, business leadership—all all different types of 
needs in each realm. And I think, um, I think that's, hmm. there's, a, there's a specific, again, going back to the MOD, there's a specific MOD needed for each. And what's interesting is most of them overlap if you, if you really look at it. But the ability to lead internally to your family will teach them to lead in their communities, irrespective of their age, irrespective of their wherever they may be working, playing, what have you. Um, you know, even kids can be smart that when they're out playing, you know, right now we're, the whole thing is physical distancing. Well, children are out playing, they're not out touching each other, and the right leader will be just like, okay, instead of playing tag, let's play keep away or something. You know, something that, that, that shows, hey, we're, we're serious about keeping each other safe, we're serious about keeping each other moving. Business, same story, public, uh, what have you. Guys, we're going to take one more break and then we're going to sum up this whole deal. Um, this has been an amazing talk and we've gone for just about an hour, brother. So we're doing good. Um, we'll be right back, guys. Hang out. Okay, guys, we're back. So this is um, Tony Jalen and myself. We're here at Java Chat over a cup. <laughs> supposed to be over a cup of coffee. He's already had his and I'm on a bang, literally. Um, and we've been talking about leadership. Uh, principles and things of that nature that that are meant to help everybody else because right now in the time of this pandemic thankfully it's a pandemic and not an epidemic um but in the time of this pandemic there's a lot of things that that could bring people down and i think we as leaders whether personal or otherwise need to put out a different a different perspective a different persona and a different energy than a lot of what we're seeing i even on my own social media feed, a lot of my friends are like, I wish I had this. I wish I could do that. I, I'm like, you know, you're at home. There's this thing called YouTube and you have a husband, you have a wife. Right. Sit down and learn. Right. It never hurts to learn how to, to do a new skill, you know, and wherever that may lead. There's so many things that are open and free right now. Um, <clears throat> if somebody wants to learn to be a marketer, digital marketing labs, which costs almost 10 grand a year, they've opened up the whole freaking thing until, until next month. Oh, wow. Their whole platform is open. You can go pick up any certification you want. And I can tell you right now, I've got six of them already from previous uh, interactions with them. They're real deals. It's real information about email marketing, content, copyright, all that stuff. Um, they, they're very thorough in what they do. You have a community at the same time, free. There's other platforms that have the ability to teach you other skills. Um, you can go to code school if you want to learn coding. That's a $150,000 a year job. And there, and there are people looking for coders actively right now. So when I see somebody saying, well, I don't have this, or, oh, I hope things get better. What do you mean you hope things get better? Things are better. Go find out. Go look. And I think, I think in, when we're talking about leadership in that time, we, Tony, right. myself, and others, our colleagues, we're looking at it from the standpoint of what else can we do to support our communities? What else can we do to get information and resources out there that they can, they can latch on to and find some hope? Because their, their, their DMO, their daily method of operation, isn't working for them. Right. And, and it's challenging them bad. So, um, Tony, I want to ask, just, I'll get you a last question here. What would, be, what would be the one piece of advice to just about anybody, whether they're professional, blue-collar, entrepreneur, business owner, what would be your best piece of advice to weather through all of this and keep pushing forward? For one, 
the, I think the best piece of advice, at least for me, um, it's going back to my faith. I mean, whatever you may believe, know that it doesn't have to be on your shoulders. So whether you have a faith that's above and beyond you mm-hmm. or your network, mm-hmm. understand your net. You don't have to go through this by yourself. Right. Right. And I talk a lot about being a rare leader Mm -hmm. and a rare leader is someone who's resourceful, who's Mm -hmm. willing to adapt, who's resilient and engaged. Yep. 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 So when it comes down to this right now, I think there's really four things you got to do. Number one, you got to get in constant communication with your team. Yes. That's that's your family. That's your, your leadership. That's your vendors. Yep. Visible. Absolutely. The second thing you got to do is delegate your responsibility to other leaders. For example, I've seen that with my team. It's been like amazing. Like my heart gets warmed up to seeing how many leaders on my team have stepped up, stepped up to a whole new level. I took a day and a half off of work and I just saw them rallying the teams and still keeping the message in front of them. Cool. And third thing I think you got to do is get very deliberate in your thinking. Understand is what is the outcome you want? Why do you want that outcome? Mm-hmm. How you can do it? And literally, if you look at my board, I have a board here. I literally have it written on my board. So get out your brain and answer those three questions. What's the outcome you want? Why you want it? And how you can do it? And then I think the fourth thing is make sure your thinking and your decisions mm-hmm. align with your values. This is the time in which your values will be tested. And yeah, they will. Yeah, they right? will. Yeah, you know they will. Yeah, they will. And for me, it's like, you know, I got to put my people first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I get frustrated? Do I have those like feelings of uncertainty? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. it can't be about me. And right. when I'm seeing people in the marketplace now that are really coming from a place of serving others, the joy they're getting out of it is one awesome. Yeah. But people remember, will remember you now for showing up during the tough times. Yep. And they'll remember you later. You know what? Mike went ahead and called me up. Yep. Yep. You know, he wanted to go out there and help other people lead through this crisis, this pivot or whatnot. And I'm, I'm going to share this. This is from one of my partners, Mike. And I thought it's such a powerful, like business networking partners. Mm-hmm. And he said this and I thought, oh my gosh, this is like gold. Gold. Um, he said, his name is Dan Marks, actually. He mm-hmm. said, this is a pivot right now. Mm-hmm. You heard about pivot. And here's yep. what pivot stands for. Positioning into victory over turmoil. Yep. That makes sense. That's a good one. I like that. That's what we're doing right now. Do me a favor. Make sure you send that to me on the on Messenger so I can post that in the, the content. Absolutely. That, that, makes, that makes absolute sense. Because this too shall pass. And always will. This too shall pass. But you don't have to do it alone. Find other people that want to work on the solution mm. versus the problem. 10% of time on the problem, 90% of time on the solution. And you'll be blown away with the innovation like you are doing that comes out of this. People need to hear this. People need to hear the message and they need to hear it often. And one, I hadn't been doing as many of these as I needed to. So part of this is playing catch up. Part of this is let's get this moving. So... Thank you for bringing that forward. Thank you for spending the time with me today and having a cup of java, if you will. 
You got it. Um, we do. We do invite you back anytime you got updates or anything that you think's of worth. Bring it. Java Chat's always open to my colleagues and my friends. Um, right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tony Jalen. He's a gentleman leader, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Tony, where can they find you? How do they? How do people find you if they want? A couple places you can find me right now is you can find me on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, just type in Tony T O N Y, and the last name is Jalen J A L A N. Okay. And you know, one of the things I love what like I want to let you know, notice, I love what you're doing right now, Mike. I really do. Because appreciate that. You know, if I was to give you a tell, you're like a rare leader right now. Appreciate that. You know? Appreciate that. And I would love to offer any of your guys' listeners, you know, I put together a quick little ebook on how to leap through this. Oh, sweet. Um, if you got a link for it, give it to me. I'll put it up on the, on the podcast and every place we put it. We'll, we'll do that. We're happy to yeah. promote it. Yeah. Well, if they want to text me, they can just simply text 414-409-0087 and uh -huh. the word Java chat. Uh -huh. And I'll let me know that they were listening to our conversation. I'm cool. special for them as well. Cool, 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 cool. That's, that'll work. Um, we'll definitely put that all in there. Um, guys, we just, we, we've killed a little over an hour, I think. It looks like it anyway. Um, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening all the way through. Thank you, Tony, for coming and spending time with me. Um, guys, this is Java Chat. This is a place where we, we hang out. We love on each other. We lift each other up. And that's exactly what this is all about. It's not about promoting anything or pushing anything it's about promoting and pushing you the individual that's listening to this right now so until we next chat if you will i wish you guys all a beautiful day and an amazing week keep your heads up stay healthy stay strong stay loving stay present and we'll talk soon ciao for now upward. thanks michael